0: Intro. This is Chris Steiner, Liberation Station Radio Show with you, and we are and uh, we're streaming live here. I think uh, we get everything worked out. So, sorry for the uh, delay, there, folks. Um, have some exciting news to catch up on here on Liberation Station Radio Show here live, July second, twenty twenty-three. That I will soon get to. That was my the cause for my delay here. I apologize and. Uh, and it's an exciting project I've been working on with uh, a lot of other folks. So I'm excited to have some news about the Truth Action Project that we'll be talking about here soon. And uh, we're streaming live on Republic Broadcasting Network. Well, first of all, syndicated Republic Broadcasting Network, Sunday every Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time and Central 10 a.m. to noon, and uh, also streaming live on Facebook, facebook.com/slash Republic Broadcasting. We're also streaming on some other streams, uh, like Twitter, uh, facebook.com/slash We Are Change Tampa. We're syndicated. I mean, syndicated, not the uh, Facebook <laughs> stream is syndicated. And um, I guess I'm a little bit excited here with uh, what I'm going to be starting out the show with, here with. But first, uh, just the ways to tune in and join in on the website which is the liberation stationcom go to the chat room on the listen slash archives page and you can join in live uh, with your comments five one two two four eight eight two five two that's five one two two four eight eight two five two and troll free eight hundred three one three nine four four three that's eight hundred three one three nine four four three and I'd like to start out with uh, before I join you there in the chat room with a gr- an announcement of a really amazing group of folks who've come together at truthactionproject.org. It's a news media group, I suppose you could say. I uh, might have heard of them as 9-11 Truth Action Project, 9-11 TAP. And so uh, we'll, we're really excited to... Um, announce that coming up here, I'll show up here on the screen, on July 4th, we'll have Dr. Meryl Nass and also uh, James Raguski, who will uh, have a a Truth Action Project forum uh, that's going to be held through Zoom, as well as streaming live. I'm glad to help out in that regard on several platforms, eight platforms, D live, Facebook, kick, rumble, Twitch, Twitter, Vaughn live, and YouTube. And, uh, you can uh, go over to, um, truth, and, uh, check out their events page. Uh, I will soon be posting it up on the Republic broadcasting network, Facebook page. Once the text is all approved, but, um, the graphics I've just finished and, uh, I'm able to show up here on the screen. I'll read from. They're going to help kick us kick us off as the relaunch, uh, James Roguski and Dr. Merrill Nass. And they, um, they're going to help our rebranding, I guess you could say, our relaunch uh, from 9-11 TAP to Truth Action Project, covering a wide array of topics. And there are a lot of great reports you can find over on uh, the truthactionproject.org website. And uh, Dr. Mel Nass on uh, July 6th, 2023 at noon Pacific time or 3 p.m. Eastern will hold this uh, Zoom forum and uh, you can join in by Zoom and you can register and uh, or you can uh, just watch and comment on any of the aforementioned video hosting platforms on which we will be streaming live Dr. Meryl Nass and James Roguski dis- will discuss the work they're doing to report the truth about the emerging techno totalitarian globalist enterprise. Zoom in for what will be a cutting edge discussion hosted by Chuck Fall and myself, Chris Snyder, about how the looming threats of medical techno tyranny can be stopped. And you can register at tinyurl.com slash July 6 2023 hyphen TAP, as in Truth Action Project, hyphen Forum, and I'll give that again. Um, also, uh, some background on Dr. Mel She's a leading authority on the covert use of bioweapons, having testified before congressional committees on anthrax vaccine experimentation on 11 Soldiers, um, and uh, her, uh, she's investigated the uh, October 2001 anthrax attacks, I would say false flag anthrax attacks, as the audience probably well knows, most of you, on the U.S. Senate. Dr. Nass is a regular contributor as Children's Health Defense TV on... Um, Pardon me. Uh, I'm having a difficult, difficult time with my glasses here in this monitor. Um, as uh, as in issues related, she's a. I'll start over again. Dr. Ness is a regular contributor to Children's Health Defense TV on issues relating to vaccines and COVID, and is a tr- um, frequent speaker at international conferences about vaccines and COVID. James Roguski has been a leader in calling attention to the efforts at powerful interests to turn the World Health Organization into a model of world performance. The WHO, supported by philanthropists and like Bill Gates, of course, and so called philanthropists, <laughs> and the U.S. government, uh, is seeking To ensure not only the sovereignty of nation states, but also the independence of scientific research under the pulse of, pardon me, (laughs) under the guise of pandemic (laughs) preparedness. Sorry, folks, my graphics are a little small in my uh, notebook computer I'm reading from here, uh, which is the fast computer I have in order to stream the show. Um, And uh, we will ask Dr. Nass about her early work in 2001 to uncover the 9-11 anthrax attack and James about his truth awakening from his take on 9-11 events and how 9-11 set the stage for current events. Then we will learn about a new organization. She and James have teamed up to develop to oppose the emerging tyranny, and then review the latest developments coming out of the World Health Organization regarding adoption of the European vaccine passport, lectures of the pandemic, uh, features of the pandemic treaty, and the complementary international world health regulations, and what we the people need to be doing to avoid loss of local, state, and national sovereignty to the unelected World Health Organization. So this is the very first Truth Action Project forum that we will be kicking off with Dr. Meryl Nass and James Roguski on July 6th, 2023. And you can register at, once again, tinyurl.com. This is tinyurl.com slash July hyphen 6 hyphen 2023 hyphen 2023. TAP, as in Truth Action Project, hyphen forum. And if you need that information, you can email me at, liberationstation at Uh before it's posted up officially. That's liberationstation@protonmail.com Also, uh, check out com. Sign up for their email newsletters, and I hope you'll find it a worthy organization to which to donate And uh, let me show up on screen here, Uh, the website, really just a a masterpiece. Uh, The team has been really working on it hard for months. I I joined the team about a month and a half ago. I joined the board, uh, so I'm very honored to be a part of the board of uh, Truth Action Project. Um, I've been friends with uh, a few of the board members for a while. They invited me on, and I'm so glad to feel energized and energizes them to launch now um, after seeing all their hard work and being able to to promote it. So if you go to the site, uh, truthactionproject.org and click on help build a truth based world, you'll see a lot of, a lot of great articles there, a lot of great reports with uh, citations and references and, uh, very, very, um, much a perfectionist, the webmaster is, that's, uh, Trina Maria. Been involved with myself, I've been involved with her and uh, when it was nine eleven TAP, going way back to when it was, uh, started in 2016. And, uh, so glad to be working with a lot of the folks. Um, I haven't, uh, been, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm up on the board, a uh, list of board members yet, but, uh because I've been working on my graphics so I can uh, reflect that I'm streaming on various video hosting platforms. So there is uh, the website truthactionproject.org. Please go to it and check it out often and uh, go to truthactionproject.org slash socials for our social networks that we're updating presently as we speak. Um, I've just created a few more to on which to stream and and then we'll, well, the video streaming platforms, and then there are the social networks. We'll add a few more of those. But uh, I'm glad we'll be streaming on eight host, video hosting platforms on July 6, 2023. And um, soon I'll post all that information up. Once it's ready later on today, it certainly will be ready later on today. Uh, the graphics are ready. I'm, I'm just waiting on approval, final approval for uh, the text that will accompany it and, uh, how the event needs to be set up. And, um, and we have a lot of zoom conferences. We make sure everything is kosher with everyone else. Uh, you know, we, we're a lot of, um, a bunch of people who are good at getting things done on our own, but, uh, we come together and we work quite well together because, uh, we're, we're, we're good at working independently. And then, um, Someone doesn't approve of our work, then we easily change it. We're, we're a very humble activi- group of activists and very sincere. Um, I'm so glad to see by the many Zoom meetings I've attended, or frequent Zoom meetings, <laughs> not as many as they, but uh, it's been about every other day that we've had a Zoom meeting to take care of business. And uh, I, I'm so glad that once we get this, this announcement out. We will have it up on the uh, Truth Action Project website and send it out by email. Our very first uh, newsletter is ready to go. So if you sign up for the email uh, list, then you'll get that and any special announcements. Um, The uh, email is is going to be biweekly. We just agreed upon doing biweekly, but we'll have a lot of uh, online material and in between, in the meantime, so um, so glad to hear about uh, the Truth Action Project relaunch. And um, sorry, folks, for starting a little bit late here. Um, I'm going to uh, start out with the McCullough report. Uh, when it comes to where it comes to news today, I've got a lot of news to cover. Just have to make sure I transfer over to the right computer after the. The next commercial break, and um, it's a, a short interview that he did with uh, Joe Pags, uh, Joe Pagliarino, who's a talk show host. Uh, you may have heard of. I've, know, I've known of him going back many years, and uh, disagreed with him quite often going back over a decade. But but <laughs> now um, that's different. I'm so glad to see that. Yes, sometimes when people get their oxes bored. Or they see civilization getting their oxes bored, then they do take action, and some will, unfortunately, die as fools rather than admit they were fools, and uh, take remedial action, (laughs) to appropriate action. So um, we're going to start out with uh, the last edition of the McCullough Report, or I mean, this is going to be the start of the last edition. Of the McCullough report, July, pardon me, June 26th, 2023, entitled Pandemic Updates, Environmental Health, and Paramedic Runs After Vaccination. Uh, I wish we could cover, I wish I could play the whole podcast. But, uh, yeah, just to mention there at the tail end of that uh, title for the show, Paramedic paramedic Runs After Vaccination, he's talking about the paramedic, who gives his uh, testimonial. um, uh, Harry Fisher, where uh, he was going in for the COVID shots and cattle call line, the cattle line, and uh, he's a paramedic rescuing, uh, well, yes, a a patient to be, uh, (laughs) I mean, a a patient, a a patient, a permanent patient to be now, perhaps, uh, unfortunately, of the medical industrial complex that, Um, would be a repeat patient, and it was the second time that week, the paramedic reports, uh, Harry Fisher reports that the nurse administering the shots said that the patient had fainted. So, um, and he thought uh, it was strange that he would be there resuscitating folks. And uh, no one dropped out of line. So, that was a, a surreal moment for him, um, and fortunate for him to to uh, be as a healer, uh, not telling us, um, and, you know, coming around. But, but you know, a lot of paramedics, I guess not a lot. Uh, I'd say <laughs> nearly a hundred percent of the ones, the emergency workers, paramedics, police, to whom I've spoken, they're wide awake about the COVID shots, and they need to know what to do about it, how to stop people from. Taking them, uh, listen to shows like this, uh, how to remediate the damage from the spike protein that is continually produced by those who've received the mRNA COVID shot. So check out the February 19th, 2023 show I've done with Jared Roscoe here at theliberationstation.com. That's February 19th, 2023, where he covers a lot of the great available uh, treatments and remedies um, that are available, I'll say, um, that uh, seem to be effective. And dissolving the spike protein, and uh, speaking of which, uh, coming up, uh, Dr. Ryan Cole has found that those who are suffering from these turbo cancers, cancer, aggressive cancers, maybe cancers that have recurred, they're full of the spike protein, the synthetic genetic, I'll, I'll call it the synthetic genetic spike protein. I assume it's synthetic genetic, because uh, what else could it be, and uh, I mean, it certainly isn't from a... COVID infection, <laughs> these are COVID shot recipients, so 100% of them. Um, so we'll get to that. Um, but uh, now, as I promised, uh, let's see what time we have. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Sam, I don't have Skype at the moment set up. Could you tell me if we have a moment to start this McCullough Report? Or, um, I'll let you break in with the music, the bumper music. We'll just start out with the last edition of the McCullough Report where he's uh, interviewed, as I mentioned, by Joe Paggs, and uh, it's a really rapid-fire show. Um, This is from the June 26th edition of the McCullough Report at America out loud. And give me just one moment. I shall share that up on the screen.
1: With so many news stories. And then we'll move into uh, a dual interview that I did with Kristen Megan Kelly and Tammy Clark, who are both freedom fighters. They've had considerable experience on the legal uh, and environmental front in COVID 19. And they're going to take a deep dive into environmental. Health, particularly quality of the air, COVID recirculation, other pathogens. You're going to learn a lot about this, a lot of practical things. And then finally, we'll have a short interview with Harry Fisher, who is a paramedic from Oklahoma. And boy, you've got to hear his stories of paramedic runs done during the mass vaccination campaign. It's chilling. I'm going to let Harry tell the story of what he saw firsthand. So, Let's lock, get locked and loaded. This is going to be a rapid-fire McCullough report. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is the McCullough report.
2: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's been in the forefront of what's going on with these shots for COVID-19, the, the inception of where it actually came from. It's Dr. Peter McCullough, MD, MPH, and a bunch of other letters as well. Doc, good to see you again. How are you? Uh, thanks for having me, Joe. You know, I was in Phoenix recently, and then I saw you post on Instagram that you were in Phoenix. I really wish that we could have met in person. It would have been great to do an interview that way. We have to, we have to adjust our schedule somehow make that happen. Well, I tell you, you're rapid fire, so let's get going. <laughs> We're going to get going. All right. Um, uh, first of all, the book is called Courage to Face COVID-19. Go to the website, couragetofacecovid19.com. Get the book. Learn everything that you have to learn. I want to start with a piece of video from Jerry Nadler, who is the uh, U.S. representative out of the great state of New York. He's on the U.S. House, re- uh, house floor yesterday, and he says this, and I want your comments on this if you don't mind. It protects against transmission of the disease to so the next person. And the health care worker
3: certainly ought to be required to be vaccinated. And when we have a pandemic like COVID-19 pandemic that we had, two-year-olds should have been required to wear masks. It would be child abuse for parents not to
2: do that because there was no vaccination available for two-year-olds. And the only way to protect them it's actually sick he doesn't know anything about anything but he literally says because the health care workers in new york that were laid off want to get their jobs back they should never have been laid off because they weren't so-called vaccinated and then he pushes the idea that a two-year-old should be required to wear a mask and if the parents don't do that they somehow are abusing their children your thoughts on that
3: he should be recalled joe that's terrible you know concrete analysis has shown public masking had no impact whatsoever even the cdc agrees the cdc says only healthcare workers facing a covid patient should have to wear a mask the cdc separately says the vaccines never stop transmission so he's completely wrong he should just check the
2: cdc website Um, Rochelle Walensky, the CDC uh, boss over there, the director, the secretary, whatever she is, she was in front of Congress the other day and was asked about whether her statement in 2021 that you could not transmit it nor get it if you got the shot. Her answer was really, really loose with the facts. And then at the end, when pressured, she said, well, it did stop transmission and it did stop you from getting it for the alpha variant but no other variant after that. Now, doctor, I've looked at all the studies, and even Pfizer admits that they never even studied if it stopped you from getting it and spreading it. Where do you think she's getting her information, or is she lying?
3: She's not being truthful with the country. We had data from Chow, Acherian, Rhymerisma, course, showing that the fully vaccinated were loaded with virus. They were clearly transmitting it when they had testing. paper by Singer, Singer and in college, during that time period, she mentioned 30% of all transmission was from fully vaccinated to fully vaccinated. That was published in Lancet. I'm telling you, she's not citing the data, and that's a sign that she's not being truthful.
2: Well, she's claiming it's Dr. Peter McCullough. Go to his website, PeterMcCulloughMD.com, or get the book at courage to face Um, She's claiming that the science changed. Well, the science we knew in 2020 and 2021 is way different than what we know today. Is that true?
3: Well, the, the, the data evolved over time. You know, early on, natural immunity was letter-perfect. Patients weren't getting recurrent infections. We got to Omicron, and it broke through natural immunity. That's an example. It's changed. Okay. We In the beginning, masks, never worked.
2: Social distancing didn't work. And the vaccines rapidly failed. You know what? I had um, uh, Richard Urso on, who you know early on when the pandemic was happening, and he actually said that if you had like SARS-1, that you were immune from SARS-CoV-2. Is that true? It's true.
3: There was a in vitro study that strongly suggested that years later, uh, the bone marrow cells recognized... The SARS CoV 2 pathogen enough homology between the two that uh, one had immunity. So, when I have some form of immunity, Joe? It turns out, a paper by Chen and colleagues doing the Journal of Medicine, October of 2022, once through Delta and Omicron, a second infection, Joe, zero risk of hospitalization and death. That's the reason why the hospital's been empty now for a couple of years.
2: Those who are getting COVID 19 today, I've seen some studies, and you could probably cite them better than I can. It's, it appears to be those who have taken at least one shot. Is that true?
3: It's true. Paper by Shretha and College, Cleveland Clinic Joe. Every additional shot, higher risk of recurrent Omicron. The people are the best at Cleveland Clinic are the unvaccinated. So ask for an unvaccinated nurse or healthcare
2: care worker. Can you imagine? It goes completely 180 degrees against what they've been pushing. Doctor, this asked for opinion. You might, want, not, might not want to go there. But why then have they been telling these either half-truths or lies or making up data that didn't exist? Was it about power and control? Was it about making billions for the pharmaceutical companies? Do you know why they did this?
3: They did it as a National Defense Act countermeasure. So this is a military countermeasure. When military decisions aren't made. They stick with them. They don't review the data. They're certainly not going to stop at this point in time. Government's completely committed to continuing vaccination as long as they see fit. Uh, I've called on the floor of the U.S. Senate uh, December 7, 2022. Joe, pull them all off the market. They're not safe for human use and they don't work.
2: And then there's where they want to put mRNA um, technology into our food. We can talk about that in a minute. It's Dr. Peter McCullough. Go to PeterMcCulloughMD.com and CourageToFaceCovid.com to get his book, Courage to Face COVID. We talked about the Buffalo Bills player whose heart stopped on the field and they resuscitated him quickly. You've been very uh, appreciative of those medical workers that came in and saved his life. When he was sitting down for an interview months later, he was asked directly, do you know what happened? And he didn't say, yes, I do or no, I don't. He said, I'm just not going to go there. Doc, why isn't he going there? Do you think he's been told by people, don't say what this was, because then they're all going to freak out because they've gotten the shot?
3: He could have easily told us if he didn't take the shot. The NFL claims 95% of players take the shot. We should assume he took the shot and that his his problem was COVID-19, vaccine-induced myocarditis, and sudden cardiac death. We ruled out comodial cordis because it doesn't happen because of the shoulder pads and t- common tackling like this. He's claiming now that he had commodio cortis and he's going to return to the NFL. Boy, if he does, he's taking a big risk. He'll be the first person with a primary cardiac arrest defibrillated on the field who comes back without a defibrillator and playing, taking the same risks he had before.
2: Well, you, you and I talked about this before. If he had that, that other thing, not myocarditis, if he had the other issue, he, he, would have, he would have just plopped down immediately. He didn't. He took a couple of steps. He, he looked like he was fine until he wasn't. That was something different, wasn't it? That's right. Commodio Cortis is a blow to the chest, unprotected sternum with a baseball
3: or a lacrosse ball, hockey puck, uh, you know, playing, uh, you know, ice hockey in the park. The bottom line is it never happens in pro football because the pads protect the breastbone and the, and the helmet is too broad. So he didn't have Commodio Cortis. That's not a correct diagnosis. And at this point in time, if he goes on the field or the Bills have not go on the field, they're taking an enormous
2: risk. It'll be unprecedented. I know that we have much less information about Jamie Foxx, the actor. But immediately there was a report from some insider who who suggested that he has information that this was after he got the shot. He was told by the, some production company on a movie that he was doing, "You can't be on the set if you don't have the shot." He had the shot, and then allegedly that's when he started suffering these these issues. We've heard stories he might be blind, he might have had a stroke. I'm not actually sure what I do know. Standing in line for the vaccine
4: shot.
0: Well, we tell we, well, we, well let me get back Your, what does he know? The Liberation Station Radio Show, stay tuned, we'll pick it up. The A said
5: it's safe for me, the drug companies claim that it's made for me, and the government they're going to pay for me, it's not too late for me, is it Now it's my turn to be injected, they say it's going to hurt, but I'll be protected. I make really get the word, I do as I'm directed, i to do something unexpected i do everything the doctors tell me follow all those bills they sell me i'm afraid that my i want the truth you can't handle the truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth
7: food storage in the rotating sponsors banners to support rbn
4: simply clean foods do it today everybody's talking about the
5: kids and one by nine by five to get out wrong and every kid can truly feel at home i told you you should get the dog bone get the dog bone we of food. Everybody's
0: talking about a kid. That was Jim Eraquai talking about the kids, and we now will resume with where we left off. The very short interview we'll finish up with of Joe Paggs with Dr. Peter McCullough, June 15th, 2023, that he put on his podcast over at America Out Loud, the McCullough Report, on June 26th,
5: 2023. Just one moment, and I will resume that clip
2: know is Jamie Foxx is a performer and if he could have by now he would have said something to us and he hasn't said anything to us. Do you have any sort of summary you can make on on the information we do have or not?
3: I have no direct knowledge of what happened to Fox. I do know him. We took pictures back in 2021 and talked him. He knew that I have concerns regarding the vaccines, but Hollywood reporter A.J. Benza right. says he has firsthand knowledge that, in fact, what happened to Fox is what you said. He was forced to take a shot, and he's had a devastating stroke. A month of, of hospitalization, inpatient rehab doesn't look good. I think Fox's agents ought to come out and tell America what happened to warn other people. He's a great guy. I know him personally. He's younger than I am, Joe, very fit. He's not at risk to have stroke
2: unless he took a shot he's an amazing entertainer as well i don't know about his politics don't care i know that i get great enjoyment out of what he does and a guy at 50 55 whatever age he is and a guy at his age to have this sort of reaction when as you said he's he's fit look i'm 56 i work out four or five times a week i had covid as you know ivermectin some some steroids got my lungs going again doc i was off the air one day and so even i'm i i do not feel as though i'm at risk so pushing this on anybody doesn't make sense so do you think it's a matter of of a hollywood conglomeration or the government gets a hold of them because the initial stories about COVID have now been sort of downplayed although um, we still haven't heard from Jamie Foxx do you think there's collusion going on to where all of the big media the big Hollywood big sports big big government big tech all say look just be quiet about this don't say what really happened
3: in 2021 uh, HHS and the Biden administration uh, announced the COVID community core program billions of dollars flowed to media Hollywood uh, a whole variety of agencies. I think they took government money and they are forcing the vaccines and they are forcing a behavior where nothing bad about the vaccines is mentioned, including a devastating stroke, which uh, should be publicly declared to warn others.
2: It is uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. Go to PeterMcCulloughMD.com. Go and get his book, Courage to CourageToFaceCovid.com. I may have brought this up last time I had you on, but I want to go here again. It sort of piggybacks on what Jerry Nadler just said. Kathy Hochul, who is the governor of New York, literally was asked this by a local news reporter, will you rehire the tens of thousands of medical workers, the frontline workers that put their lives at risk to save COVID patients early on? Will you hire them back, give them back pay? And her answer, doctor, blew my mind. You may have seen this. Her answer was... Why would somebody who's looking for health care, why would I put them at risk of getting COVID by the health care worker to begin with? I'm not going to hire them back. They need to get vaccinated. This doesn't make any sense. We're putting people at more risk. When she says something like that, isn't it a time that we said, let's let McCullough decide these things and not some governor of a state?
3: We can look at the Cleveland Clinic data. Shretha and colleagues, the unvaccinated are the safest health care workers. With each successive shot, there's a greater risk of getting recurrent uh, Omicron. So what Hoschel needs to know is hire back the unvaccinated workers. They're the healthiest and safest workers you can have in the hospital.
2: Is there a class action suit here, doctor? These people have been out of work for a year. And as I said, early on, they put their lives at risk right there firsthand. When COVID, we knew very little about COVID. Shouldn't they be hired back? And They've got a suit here, don't they?
3: They should have a class action, no doubt about it. There's other class action... Uh, activities going on around the nation healthcare workers were unfairly fired now we know the unvaccinated are the healthiest workers lowest risk of covid
2: now that we don't have a pandemic and it's dr peter mccullough go to peter dot com and uh, check out his podcast check out everything he does i see you appearing everywhere and your instagram is really blown up too go and follow him there get his book courage to face com at CourageToFaceCovid.com. The book is actually called Courage To Face COVID. So as we go forward, we're not in in a pandemic state now cooler heads should prevail. People like you and Urso and Jesse Lopez and all these other people, these doctors, uh, Dr. uh, Dr. Gold, should all show up at Congress now that it's being run by Republicans and the truth should be told. We don't want the government to ever again make medical decisions for government workers, for American citizens, and we don't want half information out there. Is there a a move right now to get you in front of committees like Jordan's Committee and Comer's Committee and, and any other committee that's necessary to inform the American public and the government? We can never do it the way we just did it
3: it's true you know i talked to chip roy personally he's on commerce committee the congress still has not had a practicing doctor who treats COVID or vaccine injuries come testify on the congressional side now on the senate side i've been there three times i've led two of the major sessions but congress needs to hear from practicing doctors who know COVID up front and personal and know how to treat it because if another pandemic comes it's going to fall on our shoulders again
2: He's got a substack. It's petermcculloughmd.substack.com. Uh, He's got a radio show. Check out America Out Loud and get his book right now, Courage to Face COVID-19. Let me let me ask you this too. last question, Doc, and I appreciate you making time today. People watching and listening are still very concerned. They don't know how to treat their two-year-old. They don't know how to treat their 75-year-old. They don't know how to treat somebody who's 40. When it comes to COVID-19, what's the best practice right now? Just quick advice to you people watching and listening on how they should handle this.
3: Go to AAPS online dot org and get the COVID home treatment guide it's going to apply to other viruses like influenza related viruses uh, that's the best home treatment guide starts
2: with virucidal nasal washes and sprays and gargles and moves through a treatment protocol what is the website again aapsonline.org aapsonline.org uh, doc i can't thank you enough for your friendship and your vast knowledge since the very beginning and when we're in the same town next time let's make sure we get together all right, see you then. Appreciate you. It's Dr. Peter McCullough. Go to PeterMcCulloughMD.com or facecovid.com
1: Wow, I love Joe Peggs. Isn't he fast and terrific? Well, let's move on to the second half
0: of the McCullough. And I'll just cut it off right there and uh, pick, pick up on the next uh, news item. Um, as I promised, this is over at Republic Broadcasting Networks. Uh, Facebook, uh, pardon me, website I found uh, from a very quick Google search, I'm so glad to see that Google is uh, referring to republicbroadcasting.org and, and uh, put us right there at the top of the search results when I did a search of Dr. Ryan Cole cancer tumor spike protein on a video search for the last month for republicbroadcasting.org came out very, very right at the top. So um Let's see here. I had an issue uh, streaming live earlier. Let's uh, let's see if that's rectified later on, folks, by the way. So um, on the video streams, I'll have, have a chance to check that. But uh, let's start out with this article and the video clips to such such necessary information. Dr. Ryan Cole, so good. Um, breaking news, breaking research. And share this up on the screen now. Article entitled, Cancer take, Taking Off Like Wildfire, Unsettling Insights from Pathologist Dr. Ryan Cole. June 29th, 2023 by uh, our staff posted that. Thank you. And it's uh, over at the Daily Clout. Um, Vigilant Fox uh, over on Twitter also cited it. So, he, Well, he's Kevin Chase, but um, very popular on Twitter and as Vigilant Fox. Dr. Ryan Cole says turbo cancer is something that wasn't there and all All of a sudden it's everywhere. So it goes from being in one spot to everywhere all at once. Play this short little clip. Uh, I think yes, we have the time, so here we go.
7: I understand it's not just that's being produced. There's
8: Uh, other elements, right? And this was a a very good study, um, and it may have come from BioNTech's own paper, Where they took cell culture, transfected it with the injection, and then once that cell culture starts producing the proteins that it's supposed to make, then you separate those out to say, are these cells making the target protein? They make the spike protein. And so it's supposed to weigh about 141 kilodaltons. And so we put a little electrical field on a little gel and these proteins migrate and then they stop according to their weight and electrical charge. And it was fascinating to look at that study and go, wait, we have 100 kilodalton weight proteins and 190, but nothing at 141 that would be a spike protein. So my concern scientifically is these products are making the body make unknown proteins as well to the which we could be having these autoimmune responses and... And if you look at the vial purity, the the purity of the mRNA in the vials, you know, if you take a drug, you want to know if I go buy an aspirin, it's actually aspirin I'm taking. I don't want half of it to be aspirin and half half of it to be laced with some other production side product that may be harmful. We know microRNAs are a known carcinogen. There's uh, medical literature showing how sequences of mRNA can either be helpful in the body, natural ones, or can be extremely harmful. And certain types of cancers you see increased circulating microRNAs in these patients. And so to know that there are these unknown, fragmented parts of mRNA in these files is also poor manufacturing one, but two, medically dangerous, and three, we don't know what all those things can be causing. I mean, the panoply of side effects that we're seeing in injured patients are numerous, and these are just, you know, tip of the iceberg reasons why these things could be happening. So, yeah, these are impure manufactured products, and... And other proteins could be causing the harm, not just spike protein. One of the things
7: we've discussed in the past is you were observing an uptick in certain rare cancers, mm-hmm. also like lymphomas and th- mm-hmm. things that are more more common things like that. Um, you were noticing some kind of a bacterium that was, you know, only in childhood that was now appearing in adults. You were wondering about that. I guess, has, has the literature around that of the studies progressed anywhere? What do we know now?
8: What are we seeing? So, I'm not the only one making the claim anymore, which mm-hmm. is comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, many pathologists around the world are seeing it, as you know, my colleagues in Europe have pointed it out, as I travel the world and give lectures and whatnot. I've had so many doctors, like I said last time, approach me, gosh, I'm seeing this in my population. Uh, oncologist in England that I was talking to a couple months ago, lymphomas, myelomas, leukemias, at rates he's never seen in his 40 years of practice. I was on the phone last week with a oncologist here in Texas, where we are right now, and he, you know, same thing, he has patients he's had cancer-free, their markers are all down, they've been cancer-free for one, two, five, ten 17, 20 years in some of these patients, and after they're shot, second, third, fourth, cancers back like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And that goes to all these immune suppression mechanisms that are multitudinous, and it's, it's trackable now in the CDC data. So there's one researcher uh, has a great substack, uh, the ethical skeptic, and you can see how he shows the manipulation by the CDC of their data sets. But if you do the pull forward data and look at what we call variation above trend in the lymphomas, we're seeing, you know, about a four sigma increase. And what what does that mean exactly? A four, four sigma. sigma. So I mean, if I have a hundred patients that get lymphoma out of, you know, say 100,000 every year now i'm seeing you know maybe 105 patients so you know it's that it's that subtle change mm. but it's a statistically significant change and then what you do is say wait this month it was four above the 100 now it's five above the 100 now it's 12 above the 100 so you're seeing you know the trend should be this historically and what you're watching is the trend doing this mm. And so, if you read some of the breakdowns of his data sets in some of the solid tissue tumor cancers, ages zero to 54, now what we're seeing is a 12 sigma increase. And so, these these are are massive amounts compared to you know statistical analysis year over year the over baseline, year. Basically. the baseline. The yeah. baseline, yeah. And you would expect you know okay, there's going to be some of that from people missing oncology screenings during the pandemic. I, I appreciate that argument. A degree of that is going to be true. But then look at the population 0 to 54, where the cancer rate is very low to start with. All of a sudden, why are we seeing very aggressive cancers in these age cohorts? If you start looking at Bradford Hill criteria of causation and correlation, things start adding up very quickly. And, and across the board, um, you saw in the meeting today when I gave my talk, I said, raise your hand if you have a friend or a family member that, after the shots, ended up with a cancer. And it was astounding the number of hands that went up in that room. Is it everybody, do I want to scare people thinking, oh, you got the shot, you're gonna get cancer? No, but it's more significant statistically than it was before. And it was after the shots rolled out that this started happening for multiple immune reasons and, and other harm reasons.
7: Just in terms of raw numbers, what kind of differences are we talking about in areas that you know
8: come to mind for you? The raw numbers are going up. The percentage numbers look scarier than the raw numbers but the trend line is consistently going up
7: so you hear this term brandished about turbo cancers Mm -hmm. what does
8: that mean um good question uh it was popularized by a colleague over in europe in in an article she wrote and she's a a breast pathologist i've met with her at some of the national internet and in her cohort she noticed younger women developing more aggressive cancers. In, in oncology and pathology, we look at certain tumors and say, okay, they have this stage cancer, they have this grade of tumor. You know how it's going to behave over a set period of time. What's happening is these cancers we're used to seeing, their growth patterns and their behavior are completely out of character. And so this adjective that's been tacked on to cancer is describing a phenomenon that's unusual in the practice. And,
0: and we'll pick it up right there with Dr. Ryan Cole, being interviewed by the Epoch Times when we return on the recent station radio show.
9: Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us.
7: 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3
8: Right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names shilajit Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been used for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure all of any earthly substance. Look for the
7: Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Everybody, talking about
5: the kids. It will we get out wrong. And every kid can you the feel at home. I told you, you should get the dagger bone.
0: And we're back here at Liberation Station Radio Show. Chris Steiner with you. And uh, we'll now resume with Dr. Ryan Cole Last less less than a minute of his interview with uh, Epoch Times. I just uh, rewound rewound the uh, video just a little bit here.
8: Their growth patterns and their behavior are completely out of character. And so this-
0: Oh, I'll rewind it a little bit more. Here we go. Just so you get the context. This will be right-
8: In oncology and pathology, we look at certain tumors and say, okay, they have this stage cancer, they have this grade of tumor. You know how it's going to behave over a set period of time. What's happening is these cancers, we're used to seeing their growth patterns and their behavior, Are completely out of character and so this adjective that's been tacked on to cancer is describing a phenomenon that's unusual in the practice of medicine again observationally across countless professionals around the world saying wait a minute i haven't seen cancer behave this way before what's going on so turbo cancer is something that wasn't there and all of a sudden it's everywhere so it goes from being in one spot to everywhere all at once and it happens in a manner that is timeline accelerated. A radiologist called me, this was many, many months back, and he had two 31-year-old women that same day come into his office for scans, and they both had stage four breast cancer after their third shot. And so these are the type of stories we hear, young, healthy marathon runner, et cetera, gets his third shot, all of a sudden he has stage four or lymphoma.
0: And uh, and that's that from Dr. Ryan Cole. moving on to what's next in this article or the Republic Broadcasting Network. This is a right this video right at the top. The article Cancer Taking Off Like Wildfire Unsettling Insights from Pathologist Doctor Ryan Cole and um, the Epoch Times interview. Uh, then, uh, continuing on inter- international COVID summit. Pardon me. Um, that uh, I'm just. Uh, I'm going to skip through here. Um, he says, "Quote: The raw numbers are going up. The percentage numbers look scarier than the raw numbers." But the trend line is consistently going up, and it's trackable now in the CDC data. It says <clears throat> Dr. Cole referred to a Substack writer uh, and a researcher by the pseudonym of the Ethical Skeptic. Um, let me get over to share this up on the screen just a moment. Um, and he show and he quote shows the manipulation by the CDC of their data sets. And just uh, a moment, I'll have this right up on the screen.
11: That's naturalearthmedicine.com.
5: You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.